Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, It's a wonderful Wednesday if you're listening to me live. I have got a really fun treat for you today. So I'm in Vegas. I've actually been three times in Vegas in the last three weeks. I don't know. It's the home of the convention centers. There's a lot more here than just gambling and superstar celebrity shows, although I like both of those. But I'm broadcasting from a wonderful hotel today, and I've got a great guest. If you're a fan of Pawn Stars, we've got Doc Phineas joining us in just a few minutes. But I want to start today with talking about what makes us successful. You know, when you listen to the Forbes Factor, you're here because it's all about health, wealth, and happiness. And as I've been doing a lot of coaching, a lot of training, many of you saw me on stage uh, last month with Grant Cardone at the 10X with lots of major celebrity speakers. People go, well, Forbes, how do you get there? How do you get to the pinnacle of your career? Now, it doesn't matter what the career is, but as always, I always tell you guys to take out a pen and a piece of paper. Uh, I know for those of you under 20, you're like, what is that? Trust me. I think there's a lot more value to writing things down on paper than there is to just typing into a computer or in the notes part of your phone. But call me old-fashioned, but call me successful. And so one of the things that you want to do to get to be successful is you want to model what other successful people do. So I've just launched a brand new company called Billionaire Business Academy. Yeah, why do I do that? Because I, you guys think, I think you know that I made my first million when I was 27 years old uh, working with a company that I sold. But there's a different stratosphere. How do you live life to the absolute ultimate? And by the way, you don't have to have a billion dollars. That's an awful lot of money. But what is the strategies that keep some of these uber wealthy people going? And so bear with me today because I'm going to go through a bunch of them and you're going to write them down. I'm going to do a little action plan here because I now have created this unbelievable community online. Go to Billionaire Business Academy on Facebook and join our community to talk about ways to 10x your income right now, to 10x your fun, your life, your fitness, whatever you happen to be focused on. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever wondered what, say, a Spielberg and a Springsteen might have in common? Right? What does a JFK and a Martin Luther King have in common? Well, what is it that causes them to affect so many people in such a deep and emotional way? Because the truth is, one way to become a billion dollars is you get a million people to spend $1,000 and bingo. Well, how do you do that? So one of those, there's factors, there's seven things, and I may not get to all seven of them today. If you're excited, go to um, online and go to ForbesFactorLive.com. I have scheduled three trainings for this year. That's all I have time to do. One in April, which is in two weeks. I think I'll broadcast live from there. One is in June and one is in September. And we really have been building businesses for years, but we're kind of 10xing our own business here. So trade number one has got to be passion. See, one of the things that all the people have discovered is a reason that, that, that energizes them, that they get almost compulsive about what it is that gets them to grow and become who they are. Uh, now, I'm going to go, I'm going to give you that overline, and I'm going to bring Doc Phineas on. He's on his own TV reality show. He has a few minutes to spend with us. So I want to ask him how he got to where he is. But so write this down. So one is passion, two is belief. Now, everybody talks about the beliefs about what we are, who we are. I often talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. Number three is your strategy. Yeah, you got to have a plan. you got to attack that plan. So plan the attack and attack the plan. 
one of the things I've been really focused on is how architects are so successful in building skyscrapers. But if entrepreneurs built skyscrapers, they'd be little house of cards. They'd fall down because most entrepreneurs have no structure, no strategy. They just kind of shoot at the wind and hope things fall into place. Um, number four is clarity of values. Why you do what you do. It's helpful to understand why you value certain things over other things about what you will do in terms of money and integrity. Number four is energy. Can you hear it in my voice? Yes. Energy can be, you know, like I said, that commitment from Tina Turner or Bruce Springsteen on stage. But it can also be that entrepreneurial dynamism that you see from, whether you like him or not, someone like a Donald Trump or a Steve Jobs. It is how these people got to where they are. Then teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's number six. And number seven is master your communication on every level. Now, I'm going to go into all of these steps a little bit later. But right now, would you please give a thunderous round of applause if you're a fan of ponchos, and we all are, or if you love the concept of steampunk, and oh man, this guy embodies all of this, please give a warm welcome to Doc Stinius. Doc, are you out there? I am. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Forbes? Well, I shouldn't oh, even yeah. ask that. I know you're great. <laughs> you know, and thank you. Yes, yes, yes. And I always, you know, I try to be. It's uh, getting out of bed every day sometimes. Challenging. So I'm going to share with all my listeners, you've got to go to DocPhineas.com. Dude, you have the coolest website. How did you, this is awesome. Absolutely awesome <laughs> put together. The style, the feel of it. Well, and actually, I have a new website now, too. It's DocPhineas.net. So right. .net is basically my casting website. It, it's what people go to when they want me to be in movies. And I'm currently starring, you know, if you can imagine, at this advanced age of 70. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in five movies and four new television pilots currently in production at this oh, age. Oh, my gosh. I'm still out on the strip performing at the Brooklyn Bowl, tap dancing with 20-year-olds. None of them can keep up with me. I'm down there doing the wind the clock, tap dancing in between showgirls on stilts, okay? (laughs) Well, I had a chance to tap dance with you in an Italian restaurant not long ago. I remember that was an awful lot. I know. I'm so excited that you can tap. I'm like, oh, my God, here's another fellow tapper. I love that. You know what? I tapped hands with Bob Hope on NBC and the Miss Teenage America pageant. That was my talent, okay? I remember that. You were phenomenal, and I think it's time for you and I to take that to the strip. They need to see. Here's my new hashtag. 60 is the new 30, right? I love it. I love and it. I think my new one is going to be awesome. 70. So, so for everybody who may not, you know, <laughs> all right, so number one, you've got to go online to check out Doc Phineas because you may not, the name may not right now strike a bell, but as soon as you see his face, you're going to get it. So, Doc, share with us your journey. Now, I have a new book coming out called Redition, which is the art of oh, virtual wow. auditioning. And it is really yeah. how, in today's day and age, if you're smart enough and you create enough of a brand, they will find you. Where in the old days, we all had to go to cattle yeah. calls. That's so true. give us a little history of Doc Hitties. Well, I'm going to tell you, I really think one of the best starts a person can have in life is who you pick as your parents, right? And I just happened to pick a fabulous mom who was my guru, my friend. I never saw that woman have a negative day. She was positive with a force. And she said when she was carrying me, uh, that she would, decided she was giving birth to Fred Astaire. <laughs> there was so much kicking and tapping and, you know, going on inside her that she said, this guy is going into 
musical comedy dance. So she schlepped me off to Hollywood when I was at a very young age. And I started appearing on shows like Pinky Lee Show in the 1950s. Some people may remember me. Hi, hi, hee hee. My name is Pinky Lee. Well, I was Pinky Lee's little mini me that would tap dance along aside him. And that show led me into making guest appearances on The Mouseketeers and on Sky King, Tarzan, Annie Oakley. You'll see me out there as a kid, even on Gunsmoke. And, um, you know, I, I just learned how to morph into the whole Hollywood thing. I remember Amanda Blake, who was Miss Kitty, uh, taking me aside, and she said, you know something, you're going to go far because you always smile. And I said, well, yeah, it's kind of been beaten into me. You know, when you're out there and you're tapping, you got to have a smile on your face. Uh, you're never fully dressed without a smile. And that was kind of the way I approached life, you know, with this very positive, optimistic mother. Uh, she, she was a yoga teacher and I'm very proud to say that my mom taught yoga even up to her last day of life. She had 80, uh, she had 80 some women at the age of 87 in a yoga class and she left her body. She left her body that afternoon at two o'clock with a smile on her face. The room smelled like roses. I mean, she came in, did her thing and went out with a smile. It was amazing. And so uh, I feel so fortunate, you know, to have a mom uh, who, who really was pushing yoga, meditation, uh, positive thinking, inner chi, chi gong. And, and she wow. really was a guru to many, many people. And, you know, at the age of 87, she weighed the same amount that she weighed at the age of 18. She was still 117 pounds. So, so stop for pounds. a second. So I want you guys to listen to this for a second. So, Doc, how old are you? I am just turning 70. I love it. So this is what you guys who hang out with me and my regular fans know. I spent the last eight years of Jack LaLanne's life with him on television. And I still work with Elaine LaLanne, who is turning 92 this year. And she does man push-ups. And one of the things that we stress about on this show, it's a balance between business and health. Because I think they go hand in hand. And what you just said was that she weighed the same. And i got to tell you guys, if you... Uh, and by the way, oh, so you know what? We, uh, we got 30 seconds to break. I'm so sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Doc, you know, when we come back, we're going to find out how you live to be 70 and tap dancing. So don't, guys, don't go away. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, all right. If you just left us, we were talking about how do you stay young and fit? In your 70s, 80s, and 90s, which, by the way, most people in their 30s and 40s really need to hear this because if I see more big bellies and more tired people, and you know I walk around with my spin gym all the time, but Doc Phineas is talking about how his mom, on her deathbed at 87, was still doing her yoga and keeping healthy. And so, Doc, just for everyone who's listening, how vitally important is it? Because we're in a minute, we're going to talk about how you're starring in a new movie, a new Stephen King movie, how you've got five other movies and a new reality show, and you're 70 years young. So... To me, this show is all about hope at any age, correct? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you just said the magic word, and I'm going to say it to all your listeners out there. The magic word, as far as I'm concerned, is yoga. Yoga is amazing. I can't rave enough about it. And, you know, I went to India when I was 17 years old to study with a yoga master. And I've been doing yoga since I was 17. I opened in Las Vegas the yoga centers at Mandarin Oriental, which was our first yoga center on the Strip, and then the one at Caesars Palace at Quaspa. It's a $1.5 million yoga center right by the Bacchus Pools. Uh, I started taking people out that came to Vegas to gamble, and I said, no, today we're going to start out with Qigong. <laughs> so we were doing swimming pool Qigong, and people were coming back to me saying, my God, I never thought I'd come to Vegas and feel like this. I thought it, it was going to be the hangover. I didn't know it was going to be a spiritual high. And that's who I am. You know, I keep putting my thumbprint wherever I can, sharing the knowledge that I've gathered through my life by going after the masters and really trying to go directly to the source and learn the right way of doing things. It will really, really help you uh, beneficially, uh, your health. So good eating habits, yoga, getting proper rest, taking some time out of a busy day to meditate. These are all keys to a very masterful life. Mm. All right. I, you know, and I, I know there's my diehard fans are going, yes, we already do yoga. Some people are going, wait, did he say yogurt? No, it's not yogurt. <laughs> it's a physical practice. Um, and I think you know, I to do some too. more about yogurt's that. Yogurt's good. But, but 
<laughs> so now let's talk about Pawn Stars. How did Pawn Stars come to be, and what is it like working on the show? Well, Pawn Stars, you know, is just an amazing show. We're in 200 countries. I'm dubbed in 48 languages, and I literally have fan clubs all over the world now. Australia, uh, my gosh, we're the number one reality show in France. Who would have thought, you know, from a little pawn shop in Vegas? And I think what people love about that show is that we come in and we give the backstory of archaeology and history. So maybe people who didn't have the opportunity for a great education, they can watch that show uh, and learn something. I, I had a young man come up to me today. I, I was on the set and he said, Doc, I need to let you know I, I'm a Marine. And I got back from Afghanistan, and I have serious post-traumatic panic and stress disorder. And he said, Mm. I binge-watched the show just waiting for your episodes, because when you come on, you're so dapper, and you make me happy, and and you teach history. And he started quoting things I have said on that show. And I I hugged this Marine. I'm also Semper Fi. I mean, I was almost in tears. I said, buddy, that's why I'm on television, because it's really time for us all to lift the bar of, of, of what we know about life. Knowledge is power. So you want to know the backstory of the antiques your mom and dad have. You, you want to know what's in your house. And that's really what Rick and Chumley and I are all about. You know, we're, we're just trying to let kind of teach history coming through the back door. What's one of the most unusual things that anyone ever brought into the pawn shop, in your opinion? Well, I loved it the other day because Chum Lee called me and he said, Doc, you've got to get down here. And I'm serious. I'm, I'm unrehearsed, unscripted. I walk on that show blank cold right into the camera. And uh, he said, I've got a dragon here. It's Ming Dynasty. The guy wants 1500 I think it's too much. I get in my car. I drive down there. I walk in. I go... Chumley, you want the bad news or the good news? He goes, always give me the bad news. So I said, well, number one, it's not Ming Dynasty. Number two, it's not Chinese. And number three, it's not a dragon. <laughs> oh, no. And I said, you know, when it's got the head of an, of, of an eagle and the body of a lion with wings, that is a griffin. It's a different oh, mythological creature. And I turned to the guy and I said, would you let me file a little bit on the foot. And he goes, yeah, go ahead. So I filed it, tested gold. I go, you still want 1500 Because I'll give you 1500 for that right now. It was solid oh my gold. Griffin, <gasps> 7th century from Greece. Absolutely gorgeous, not Chinese. So, you know, a lot of people out there, they've inherited things from their parents that their parents never told them what it was or if it had any family significance. They maybe pass away unexpectedly and they end up with these collections. And I, a group of millennials recently sold their parents $350,000 Ming Dynasty collection for 20 bucks in a yard what? sale. Oh my God, for 20 bucks. And so the, these two guys buy it and they bring it in. They go, is this what we think it is, Doc? I flip it over. I'm reading the thing. Han Dynasty. <laughs> Oh my God! The Chinese Emperor. All right, so but so you've had a good eye uh, for history. Tell me about your whole association with steampunk, which I'm obsessed with, guys. If you're listening, just know what steampunk is. It's uh, in my mind, it's more than fashion, but to me, it is lyrical and fun. And there's a city over in London called Camden that uh, the entire town is a steampunk town. I bought my shoes and my corsets and my fun hats, but you embody this whole movement. What is steampunk for somebody who has no idea what it is? 
Well, gosh, I bet you look sexy. And, um, you know, I, I was just on Jay Leno, and Jay Leno asked me the same question. And, uh, you know, I, I always tell people it's sexy geeks creating a better future for planet Earth. <laughs> but, oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> but actually, we are a literary subgenre of a subgenre. We are Victorian science fiction people. And if you think of books like Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Around the World in 80 Days, H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, we are people who emulate all of those wonderful ideas of what the Victorians thought the future would look like in our cosplay. Mm. So we're kind of like, we all have time machines, we have dirigibles and airships, and we're tinkers. We we take weird things like out of the kitchen and glue it together and create like an electronic arm or robot. Right, that's what it looks like. It is so much fun, and, you know, the girls look very sexy. The women look sexy to me because their skirts are Victorian skirts, but they kind of pull up in front, you know, with a corset, a cute hat. Who doesn't want to go out and look like that, you know? I agree. Really shapely. And and the reason why the women pull up their skirts in front was because here in Nevada, in the 1860s, we had gold and silver rushes, right? And there were towns like Virginia City that had populations, big populations, and the women pulled up their skirts and climbed in the mines with the men. They were in there looking for oh, gold wow. and silver. So that's why the skirts are hiked up. They, they were very active and um, kind of liberated. It was the gay 90s, you know, and they, they did whatever the heck they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, dance hall, whatever. Uh, they were, you know, poker and all kinds of things going on in Nevada back in those days. And so it, it is sexy fun, and I love the way the guys look with their handlebar mustaches. I, what guy doesn't look good, you know, with a nice handlebar mustache, a top hat, dressed up? We're, we're trying to lift that bar of, of right, so if you guys you don't know, know what we're talking about, you have to look up steampunk because you embody that. All right, so now, have oh, you always you. been in movies, or is this a new, new, a new resurrection of your career? No, I've, I've uh, you know, done quite a few films, but I'm, I'm a little bit schizophrenic. Uh, because, you know, I had this career going from a child, and then my father said, well, I don't think entertainment industry is a very good, you know, you're going to burn out, they'll get tired of you, so you better get an education. So uh, my father sent me to Berkeley, and I got my master's and my Ph.D. in archaeology. And so I've had these two careers. One is I'd come back and I'd make a movie and then I'd go to Egypt on a dig and, you know, be the real Indiana Jones, like climbing through a tomb. So, you know, conversely, I've been teaching college off and on for the last 45 years in archaeology. And that's why I'm on Pawn Stars. They came and got me at UNLV, you know, when I was teaching one day and they said, I want you to come on the show and we've got things we need to run past you and we don't know what they are. And so I ended up being on Antique Roadshow, on uh, Mysteries at the Museum, on the Travel Channel. And who knew that that would now... Okay, so guys, this is what we call a plan B. Very rarely in life, I have found, if you're going for your plan A and you have a plan B, you never get the plan A because you're, you're not 100% in. But all of a sudden, you're now doing this whole archaeology thing. How crazy is it that that would feed into your entertainment career? 
I know it's so crazy. And I, I thought the classic example was I went to India on a day, a dig when I was doing my, my master's degree. And oddly enough, I, the place that they gave me to stay was at the Theosophical Society, which is in Madras. It was the home of Madame Blavatsky. I'm staying in this gorgeous antebellum home with parrots and cockatoos and elephants. And uh, this film crew comes in from Italy and they're making the first Italian color uh, film movie, uh, which was called Tiger of Malaysia. And I got the starring role. Uh, this guy saw me and he goes, my God, you're perfect for this part. So I said, yeah, I'm an actor. And he pulled me in. So during the day, you know, I'm doing these archaeological things. At night, I'm back filming, you know, like in front of the camera with a, a top hat and this British gentleman. And I'm, I got shot off of an elephant. And, you know, it was just like these careers seemed to, like, work hand in hand for me for some reason. And, and I, I've now been featured in 40 movies. Uh, I, wow. I made a lot of movies with Tony Curtis. He was my best friend. And uh, I actually worked on Tony's last movie with him, which was called The Incredible Adventures of the Reptile Man. It was amazing. Uh, I played his best friend uh, in a hospital in, in the show. And I also designed a bunch of, of the set designs and costumes and all of that for that movie. And uh, then we moved to Vegas together. He's the one that talked me into coming to Vegas so that we could keep hanging out. And uh, he was my dear friend right to the very end uh, of wow, his life. Wow, well, that's a pretty Amazing good friend guy. to have. Another guru, uh, Forbes, Tony was another guru. I think he was completely enlightened. He had made 165 movies. And uh, wow. I just... I loved it when he'd talk about, you know, great times he had with Marilyn Monroe and Jack Lemmon and uh, just so many stars I knew uh, hanging out with him. And also as a child actor, I knew Betty Davis, Barbara Stanwyck, Streisand, um, you know, Donna Summers. They were all very, very dear, close friends of mine that I'd go out to dinner with and still do, you know. That is extraordinary. Now, have you always been called Doc or is that new? um, No, Doc Phineas was actually my, my steampunk name. So I started embracing that about, well, I'm going to say maybe like 15 years ago was when I first, we've, we've had steampunk now for 31 years. Can you imagine? Wow. Just people just didn't right, know so about it. But, Somebody's listening but out that, there and they're going, okay, I, that's nice for him. I He's kind done of, all of converted over to that 50, but, 10, 15 years ago. So somebody's listening to this like, well, that's nice. He's very successful. He's doing great. But what about me? So what kind of advice can you give somebody listening to this? Wait a second. I don't want to be on TV or in movies. How would I get started? I've got two minutes before my next commercial break. Give me one thing we should focus on, and we'll come back and talk about this more. Well, I think, you know, a very important thing is if you're really serious about this, you have to do a lot of inner reflection. And the trip within is a long trip to get to know yourself, but it's the only trip in life worth taking. So I think my career hangs on the fact that I do yoga and I meditate. I went in there and that treasure, that prize, that star, I found inside myself. I'm not looking outside myself to be a star. I'm already a star from within. And and once I found that, I, I let that shine out of my heart. Because then it's not just about ego or vanity or narcissism. I'm coming from a place of deep inner love. And that love that I found in there, that treasure, is in every hug, every selfie I take with a fan, every moment I'm on TV. When you look in my eyes, that's, 
that's the spark. That's the star. That's wow. a true star. We've got, we've got 30 seconds to go to for a break. When we come back, I've got a couple more, I think, intriguing questions. But you all just heard that. So many of us in so many industries, are, what can the industry give to me? It's all about me. And what I'm getting is from Doc, the more you give, the more you get. It took me decades to figure that out. I'm sure he came to this over time as well. But I, I've got to share with you guys, listen to that message. The sense of love, and I'm already a star within. You have no effect on me on the outside. You can't make me a star. You have to already be it. It's like a lottery winner. Most of them implode because they're not happy already. So all the money in the world doesn't fix a broken leg. All right, we're going off to some of my wonderful sponsors when we come back. I've got some more questions because Doc's like doing a movie right now, the Stephen King movie, and I can't wait for all the inside scoop. So don't go away. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Okay, I'm hoping you guys are loving today's show as much as I am because some of the messages that have come out of today's conversation is one. Lead with love. Stop thinking that you can take 
more than you can give because that isn't how life works. <laughs> and you really have to focus on what makes you internally happy. So whether that is yoga or meditation, um, Doc, at seven years old, he's doing four TV pilots, five movies, and a reality show. I don't even know where to start. Let's start with the newest reality show. Tell me about it. Well, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, Forbes. Um, Looper recently said that I was the one expert on Pawn Stars that was most entitled to having my own television show, which I thought was, God bless him. So, uh, obviously, people from Burbank, California, start trolling me, looking at me, and Blue Couch Productions have grabbed me, and they're starting to film my new show, which starts on April 13th, my spinoff show, and this is going to be just phenomenal. Then. that I not only am I going to people's homes and appraising their treasures in their own environments. So these are people that are big fans of mine who watch every show. And now I'm in their house actually looking at those treasures that they have wanted to share and uh, telling them, is it good? Is it bad? Is it real? Is it whatever? But there's no idea like on Pawn Stars of me buying it or trying to, you know, get a, a smaller price for the item. I'm just telling them what they've got. And in those cases where they don't know the backstory, I'm holding it in my hand and doing psychometry on those pieces as a psychic. And, you know, I've been tested by the Berkeley Psychic Institute as having this 95% accuracy of uh, you know, being able to do the psychic ability of, of holding things and feeling, is it good? Is it bad? Should I wear this pin on my wedding dress? Should I get rid of this thing? You know, and uh, so it's psychometry mixed with archaeology. Can you imagine? I don't think there's anybody that can do a show like that. And the name of the new show is Touched. Oh, wow. So I like I it. think this is... Don't you think that's amazing? I think it's going to be so powerful. We're in pre-production. We start our official filming here in just a couple of days. Uh, We've already done our civil reel, but now we're doing our official filming. And we've got major, major network interest in this. And uh, they're just ready to spin me right off into something that I don't think there's any other expert on television other than maybe Kenny Kingston had these abilities. And he, God bless his heart, he's no longer with us. He was a very dear friend of mine. We did things together. And I've even worked for Las Vegas Police Department, you know, on things that they could not figure out what is the backstory, what happened here. And the whole thing unfolds before my eyes. And I, I've got people bringing jewels that belong to royalty onto the show and asking me about these jewels. I mean, it's, it's just going to be an amazing show. So I'm so excited. That <clears throat> sounds off the chart. I love it, love it, love it. Um, okay, Great. Rewind. So you're, tell me about Stephen King's latest movie. Give us some insights. So this is a rare Stephen King book that we are doing, and the book was called Muted. The story was called Muted. And uh, it's quite phenomenal. The perfect fit for this is Las Vegas. I have the male lead. I'm doing this with a wonderful, wonderful actress uh, out of Hollywood, uh, Donna. And, um, wow, it's just going to be so, so powerful. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a guy who's been a performer, you know, on the strip for many, many years. And I think you're going to love where I go with this character. Uh, he has a good side. He has a bad side. And I love that kind of challenge as an actor. So I'm very excited to be doing a Stephen King story. It's really, so really cool. fun. 
You know, as I'm listening to you here, Doc, to be really honest, you are annoyingly upbeat. <laughs> I'm going to say that there are people out there going, How do, what, what is he drinking? What is he eating? I want the secret because I have never, you, first of all, you don't meet a lot of older people who are hip and together. So I oh, think it's no meditation, but I want something else. So you talk about one, it was love. What's another way to stay relevant in show business? that you've discovered, because it's pretty extraordinary listening to you. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, I, I think that old adage, you're only as old as you think you are, is very true. So if you think young, and you keep your mind young, and, and rather than, you know, I was, I was listening to a group of senior citizens today at breakfast at the Palms here in Vegas, and they were saying, oh, those kids today, oh, they're just a mess, and they're all like... You know, if you program whatever you say, you're programming the big computer upstairs. So I would rather say, wow, those kids today, there's a lot of positive things I like about them. I, I like that they stand up for what they believe. I like it that, that they feel empowered. I like it that they, they got all this information at their fingertips that I had to dig for when I was their age. And, and I'm really hoping and praying that they will be 10 times as smart as me and be able to handle the problems that we are going to hand them when they inherit the reins of this planet. And, you know, it's just all in your thinking. If you think positive, uh, young kids just love me wherever I go. I can't even walk in a McDonald's without getting hugs from uh, 8-year-old, 9-year-old, 10-year-old, 11, 12, all the way up to 15. Those kids watch me on Pawn Stars. <laughs> I can't but I to love them, it. I'm kind of like a, a grandpa, maybe like a grandpa Captain Kangaroo, or uh, I'm Mr. Green Jeans, or I'm, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers, or I'm Pee Wee Herman. You know, I'm, I'm that guy that's out there that looks kind of funny with a funny mustache and a top hat, but they, they just love it. I, I, I even have some sending me pictures with, they have my mustache glued on and a top <laughs> hat, so they dress like me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so that, I, gets, I, that gets back to something that's very interesting. Okay, so now you watched. Now, Tony Curtis is a very interesting story to me because he's one of the many Hollywood actors who changed his name. Because my original name yep. was not Forbes Riley. And you do that because you're working on a personal brand. Well, in the old days, the TV studios used to make your brand for you. You have embodied right. your own brand. How important is that to tell our listeners about this concept of personal branding. Well, and I know in America, we kind of have issues about changing your name. It's like people get a little suspicious if you change your name. And when I was in India, you know, uh, my guru said to me, don't worry about it. Krishna had 10,000 names. So you should always change your name whenever you come to some new plateau uh, of, of enlightenment, or some new uh, invention of yourself. So I, I felt like I had kind of come to a wall with my old name, Kenny, in which uh, my parents actually named me after a clown in the Ringling Brothers Circus. <laughs> How do you like that? So, uh, you know, I think that's great. I got named after a clown, but I was at a plateau where I thought, you know, now I want a professor name. I, I want to be like Phineas Fogg and around the world in 80 days. So I changed my name to Doc Phineas plus it has really good numerology for me, and I'm very into numerology and feng shui. I think all of those things work and help you with your career and the way that you face the public. And, you know, the minute I changed my name and my mustache and kind of reinvented myself, that's when I got noticed. 
So, you know, I know it sounds bold, but don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Try something new every day that keeps you young. You know, go into a, a, a costume shop and try on some costume you've never tried before and take a look in the mirror and say, wow, that could be a whole new me, you know? I don't have to be stuck with this old me that I think, wow, I'm the, I'm the fat person walking through Walmart. No, you're not. There is a beautiful inner you there that you just need to embrace. Don't, don't be afraid of it. You know, wrap your arms around it. Put yourself in a corset. Give yourself a waistline. It will <laughs> lift your self-esteem and make you feel better. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I didn't so, realize the message today was going to be put yourself in a corset. That's an interesting message. That's it. Um, but I will tell you. Gosh, darn it, you can have a waistline, too. I just, by the way, I just tried out for Roseanne, right, for the new Roseanne Barr show as her father-in-law. And I was supposed to play this character that was kind of a little bit mean to her, like, come on, we can give you a waistline. <laughs> so, I mean, I have really scandalously put a lot of corsets on Hollywood starlets to give them waistlines. And I think it's great. Why not? You know, why not? Wrap yourself up and feel good about yourself and see if it doesn't encourage you to stay on your program away from all the candies and sweets and drop a few pounds and so that you can go out there and get a good-looking boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you're looking for in life. You can do okay, it. Did you, you guys know, so- hear what he did? Hang on. You, you, have to, you have to hear what Doc just did for me and my show. Is he just took the whole concept of rebranding in business and brought it back to food, health, and nutrition, which is why this show is called Forbes Factor about health, wealth, and happiness. Because if you don't have both, I think you have nothing. You're okay. right. Great You're right. about rebranding. So I'm and that's the basis you. of who I am, Forbes. That's the basis. That's why I am a star and why I'm successful in a, in a sea of... I, I, I have famous stars writing me, sending me emails. Doc, can I be in your next movie? I'm like shocked. I'm thinking, wow, I have become somehow this grandpa that uh, the rest of the Hollywood can turn to and say, hey, darn it, whatever you're doing, I want to do it too, just so I can hang out. Uh, you know, and, and some, we need older people like me, both male and female, that are out there like mentors, you know, encouraging from the sidelines, not putting young people down, but, but looking at young people, their issues, and what can we say to make it better? <clears throat> and that's the essence to me of being a star. That's the essence. Right, it's not know, about, oh, look how great I am. This is how many movies, how many Oscars I've got. It's that person encouraging you, you know. That's a real star. Hang on, hang on I got 30 seconds to break. Don't go away. When we come back, I'm going to okay. wrap all of this up in a message for someone. And I actually have a free trip to Cancun that I'd like to give away to somebody. You want to participate in that? Yeah. Oh, gosh, okay. it sounds great. I know, it does sound great. All right, so you guys, you're listening to the it Forbes Factor. This show has been so chock full of messages, of rebranding, of getting yourself successful. I love, love, love this show. You're not going to want to miss the last part, so don't go away. We'll take a break, and we'll come back right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. 
Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Well, I hope that you are smiling from ear to ear. I'm having the most fun today. <coughs> We're broadcasting live from Las Vegas which is the home of Pawn Stars. If you love the show like I do, you know and are a fan of Doc Phineas, who now has his own spin-off reality show. You heard it here. He asked me and invited me to be on his show. We're not going to let him take that back. Uh, so that will be a lot yes. of fun. Um, and basically, one of the messages today that I'm loving is to lead with love, is to literally have this overwhelming sense of what can I give to other people, how can I cherish them and love this experience. Number two, that's amazing, and you all need to listen to this because this is what I teach and preach, is personal branding how you can reinvent yourself, how you don't have to take what other people have given you, including your name. Everybody from Tony Curtis and Meryl Monroe, and I think Wayne, what was it, um, uh, John Wayne's first name used to be Marion. Hello? So we don't do <laughs> how about this. Judy Garland, way, Ethel Gum? Her name was Ethel Gum. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's right. Judy Garland was Ethel Gum. That's right. That's a ter- And I always say, you know, Angelina Jolie would not look nearly as sexy if her name was Esther Birnbaum. <laughs> it's true. And you know, Tony told me that he and Nikki Blair were, were driving across the country. And Tony goes, I'm on my way to Hollywood. I can't be Bernie Schwartz. I'm Bernie Schwartz. Bernie Schwartz from Brooklyn. You know, he goes, I just think nobody will take me seriously. I've got to be something else. And Nikki Blair had another name. 
And so Nikki Blair, turned, we were at his restaurant in Hollywood, and he said, I was almost Tony Curtis because we tore out these two names out of the directory, Tony Curtis and Nikki Blair, put them in a hat, and I got Nikki Blair. He got Tony Curtis. <laughs> That's funny. And there you have a legacy. And, uh, you know, I, I remember one day I was shopping with Jamie Lee and Jamie Lee says, well, you know, it's kind of a miracle. My last name's Curtis. Could have been Schwartz. <laughs> you know? So it's so funny. funny. And I, I, I think it's very interesting that, uh, you know, these stars, you could just change your name in Hollywood in those days. Like Betty Davis told me, you just go change it on your driver's license. I changed it on my driver's license. That's basically how I got my, my screen name. And then, of course, now Facebook forces you pretty much faces, forces you back to your original name. Uh, you know, they've got the Facebook police. So it's, it's rather funny. And so you'll, you'll, when you go on Facebook, you'll see my name as, as Kenneth Castle, which, which I was before I became Doc Phineas. But, you know, it's just, it's just uh, uh, you know, interesting that we, we have these names and that a name does represent, I think, a new opportunity uh, to reinvent yourself and rebrand yourself and make yourself something that works. As a woman, I know this because don't we, as women, when we get married, have to change our name? All of a sudden, we go through our lives with one name and then somehow, and I don't know why we do this, but now we become either somebody else's property. What is the deal? Why do you take your husband's name? But I got to tell you, for a lot of people, it's very traumatic to all of a sudden have a different name. I can't even imagine having... You know, having to do that for that reason, I could see changing your name uh, when you get married as an act of celebration. Maybe you want the last name Butterfly. That makes sense to me, but just taking your (laughs) husband's name like you're some piece of property, you know, that seems rather, you know, medieval, (laughs) doesn't it? I think both parties should have to change their name to something. We have to take our own new name. We're starting a new entity. We both have a new last name. That would be fun. Absolutely. I mean, your right. name could be Doc Phineas, right? So, I mean, when I, when I took that name, it made me think I was a traveler in a balloon. I loved that. I thought, wow, now I've got an open window to a new adventure. I can be a balloonist. And uh, it was kind of funny, you know, and I ended up kind of playing a Phineas Fogg, a, a David Niven type character when I was in, in India and in uh, Tiger Malaysia. And, you know, I was actually getting to do balloons. I do ballooning actually now, Forbes. Um, we have a fabulous steampunk collect, uh, convention coming up in September. It's going to be on the Mississippi River in the home of Mark Twain in Hannibal, Missouri. And I will be appearing there uh, over Labor Day weekend. And we actually balloon down the Mississippi. Uh, I'm going to be in front of an orchestra singing and tap dancing on the Mark Twain paddle wheel boat. And we oh take over God. the whole city of Hannibal with parades and we're all in our steampunk clothes and doing all kinds of shenanigans and doing tea dueling. So if any of you are, are close at all to Missouri in, in September, come and be with me. We'll, we'll go up in a balloon and you will never, ever want to come down. It's so fabulous. Now, you're also going to be in San Diego because we're about coming to the end of my show yeah. this afternoon. Tell everybody what's going on in San Diego. San Diego is going to be Gaslight Gathering, and you've all heard of San Diego's famous Gaslight area, and it'll be at the fabulous Handerley Hotel, and that is going to be April 6th through 8th, 
and I am being honored this year uh, as the world president of the Steampunk Guild, and also, you know, entertaining with a big swing jazz band on Friday night, and it is just going to be a ball. You, you, if you love Steampunk or you want to get to know more about Steampunk, come and join us in San Diego. We have just a, a ball together, literally a ball. We have a big, big Steampunk ball, and you'll see ladies in big hoop skirts and fabulous clothes from the Victorian period and all kinds of makers making time machines and ele- electronic arms and arms that run on steam. It's just, it's just, just a very, very interesting, fun convention. Well, and I, I will be the main be speaker. I must be reincarnated because I have a fixation with gears. And you know how all those gears fit together? That's so steampunk oh, and it's no. so originated back then. I, I don't know why, but it fascinates me. I have all these around my home. Uh, I love the whole era. And I've got about one Absolutely. minute to close. I need from you some sense of motivation or inspiration for people who feel like they're stuck in a rut to live an extraordinary life like you do. So, you know, I'm going to tell you a very quick story. I went to India looking for a guru, like many kids did in the 60s. And I climbed this mountain where I heard there was a great guru up, up the whole side of the mountain. And when I got up there, I met Ananda Moima, who had been the guru of Mahatma Gandhi. And when I sat down in front of her, she goes, thank you for making this journey. And I would now like to tell you this great piece of wisdom. You are the answer. You are the guru and you are the treasure. And in life, you only really have what you give. When you leave this world, everything you've given to others, that's what's in your spiritual bank account. And when you give to other people, that's the good karma that makes life flow back to you with wealth and with fame. And from that moment, I have practiced that philosophy that I was the treasure, that I was the guru, and that my opportunity in life was to give with love and joy and celebration to others. And I'm going to tell you, it's just enriched my life. I think that's why I have a career still going after 60 years in show business. I still have a career because for me, it's all about giving. I I want people to smile. Even if I give the joy of laughter or I give a a great performance. I have got to say, you know what, I got to say that you gave us a lot. We are about 10 seconds away from the end of my clothes. I want to give you a big hug and a big kiss. I will try and see you today somewhere in Vegas. And uh, to all my friends Thanks, out there, this is, you want to look up DocPhineas.com, DocPhineas.net, two beautiful sites to learn more about Doc and all of his upcoming TV shows and movies. And, of course, you can certainly write us here at VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Forbes Factor with Forbes Riley, and I cannot believe the entire show is done. I had the most wonderful time, Doc. I love you. <laughs> and all my listeners, I love you, I too, see- Forbes. Thank you so much, Forbes, and thank you for being such such a great model for all of us. We love you, too. All right. Well, there you go. Steampunk are us. Uh, you guys, stay tuned to us next week. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes and always reach out to me on Facebook. Until next week, you've been listening to The Forbes Factor. I am Forbes Riley. I'll see you again then. Bye-bye. Thank you for making The Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.